Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Jan. That's Chris. And this is CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And we're heading into Shiny World for another edition of Pop Ball, the ultimate music showdown. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. If you're wondering who we are, Shan and I have a huge range of experience in the music industry from performing on stage to working at record labels. So we have a lot of insight into the crazy music industry. And you can come hang out with us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Pops. And shout out to our amazing crew members, Lisette, Lily, Emily, Kevin, and Juliet. Hey. <laughs> so... If you're new here, Pop Off is a segment here on CCTV where we take some tracks, compare the songs, the videos, and performances, and pick our favorites in each category. Then we choose the ultimate winner. But this is meant for pure fun, so please don't take it too seriously. But before we get started, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button for more fun content from us. Yes. So today, we are taking a look at the solo debut title tracks released by the members of SHINee who we are both huge, huge fans of. And if you haven't checked it out, we do have our shiny Pop 101 yeah. episode where we did go through their whole career and talked about the business and the music. All right. So definitely check that out. While they're on hiatus, because we're waiting for Taman to come back. Right. We thought we'd go back because Minho has finally released, right? Finally. So anyway, Shiny as a group has had major success and are one of the highest-selling K-pop acts of all time. But the group members individually have also had huge success, not just in music, but as presenters, radio DJs, and actors, and everything in between. Well, this is very true. Yes. And Minho is the final member to release a solo project, and as he has noted, is the final piece of the puzzle, which I think is so cute. Cute. <laughs> the group members have all named their albums similarly, with Taemin starting with Ace, Jonghyun with Bass, Ki with Face, and Onu with Blaze and finally Minho with Chase. Yes, you tried it with with voice. He did say, I guess maybe in Korean, maybe they say voice. Voice, 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 I don't know. Yeah, voice, face, voice, voice. So sorry, y'all. Like in Konglish, it is voice. Uh, yeah, that makes more sense because yeah. otherwise it just is the only one that doesn't rhyme. But you know what? The C E is there. Yeah, or the S or that that sound. sound. Yeah. <laughs> Together we can. So, speaking of being together, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> Round one. First in the ring, we have Tame Min with Danger. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just love this song. Danger. <laughs> Danger, if you couldn't tell what I was just saying. Player one. Um, and it is the lead single from the Ace mm -hmm. EP, I think. Album? EP. EP. Mm -hmm. um, and it was released in August 2014 and was composed by Thomas Trollson, whose previous works include History by EXO and Love Like Oxygen by Shiny. Uh -huh. So let's talk about the song first. <laughs> <laughs> this song is definitely one of the more interesting ones. I think listening to Shiny's music, this song is really simple in the sense of like how it starts and even how it sounds. But it has a lot of added textures, like a sliding bass and like there's risers and there's addition of harmonies that make it sound really full. Um, and it has an overall good build. I think like one of my favorite parts is in the percussion because it's really a uh, percussion, the bridge because of all the percussion. And then there's like some 80s kind of top line going on. It's really cool. And I think the kick drum really drives this song. Mm -hmm. oh. Is it a kick drum, right? The, the bass drum? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Look at, see? Because of him. <laughs> But yeah, I think this song is really impressive in the sense of like first 20 seconds and you're hearing bump, 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 bump. That's already an earworm, mm -hmm. you know? And then the chorus comes in. It's like full. He's singing really low, which is weird for Shiny. Yeah. You know? And him. And him, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like interesting, very, very interesting and almost un unexpected because he was, Shiny is very bright. They're very colorful. Juliet with the pants, all the other stuff. For him to sit there and just go, monochrome, black and white, maybe some red, and then sing like this. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say, so this is around the everybody era for Shiny, yeah. right after that. Um, yeah. 
And Taman was really, he started to stand out a lot during that era. Like yeah. he was really feeling himself. Yeah. He was really coming into his own. Mm-hmm. He was such a star in that performance. Yeah. Um, so I think everyone was really excited for him to come out solo anyway. And mm-hmm. he had always listed MJ yeah. as his biggest inspiration. So this was pretty much what I expected. You can totally hear it. Yeah. Um, it's super slick. It's very dance heavy. And yeah, as you mentioned, the low vocals in those verses is quite shocking. I think he has quite a light tone and mm. in shiny, he sings the higher parts usually. Um, so to have him do that, where it's all just kind of like emotionless and low, like that was yeah. kind of nice to hear that yeah. from him. Um, I love the chorus. Um, super memorable and I love the harmonies in it the way it's layered Mm -hmm. it's really cool and makes it stand out from the rest of the song yes Um, and just the whole build is just so good you know you got robotic verses you got euphoric choruses Mm -hmm. it's just so good yeah Yeah. like the Mm, whispering whispering Mm. baby he held it down um and i love the lyrics like i honestly up until today i've never like looked at the lyrics because the song is like melodically sonically i liked it i was like who needs lyrics all i need is to hand you and stay (laughs) in blah 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 Uh right so i think they're quite smexy Uh um apparently he wants to dig his thorns and approach this woman like a flower and steal her (laughs) or whomever 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 but he wants to steal this person the thorn thing got me you know like the danger Oh, no, but he's like, tonight, 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 tonight. Danger. I'll steal you. I'll steal you. I'll steal you. It doesn't yeah, sound. the danger. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound good in English, but in Korean, honey, <laughs> he couldn't tell me nothing. I was like, come take me, sir. Um, But mm-hmm. honestly, I, I feel like this whole thing was very smooth criminal of him. Like without the. Yes. Oh, intent of the actual song. Um, but it's very smooth criminal. Like, I'm going to come get you. Wheel made danger, you know? Yes. Um, And honestly, like I said, the lyrics didn't know anything about. And the video doesn't actually convey what the lyrics are talking about. Mm-hmm. But know? we'll get into the video later. Let's yeah. talk about the songs first. Up next, is player two, Jong Hyun with Crazy Guilty Pleasure featuring Iron. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't like that, man. Player two. It's the lead single from the bass album. It was released on January 2015. And it was produced by Jung Yun, Uwe Fragkrog, Jean Beauvoir, and Judith Wick, and Robin Jensen, and Martin Mulholland. I do apologize for the name. Uh, I was very shocked. I think that was good. Okay. So yeah. sorry, sir. Um, Anne and Robin are actually part of the production team that worked on the Seraphim's two most recent singles, like Less Fearless and Anti-Fragile. Ooh. So, you know, he has some nice hands on the pot for mm-hmm. a minute. Uh, it's interesting seeing these names as we've been doing the show. You know? Yeah. Also, this sound, nothing like those. <laughs> oh, not it. Oh, gross. Um, wait, what do you think about that? Speaking of which, like. Yeah. Okay. So Jung Hyun, as I've said in our previous episodes, mm-hmm. he's for sure my favorite member of Shiny. So it's very excited for him to go solo. He was already writing songs for the group and mm-hmm. stuff. But I have to say, I was expecting him to also kind of go the MJ route. Kind of like the more R&B kind of, but a little brighter than Taemin. But that's actually what I thought he would kind of go for. And he didn't really. He did go like a darker R&B kind of thing. Um, But then this song, while it has that element, it's also like an emo rock kind of thing. Influence, at least. Um, So that's interesting. I will have to say, I remember the first time I heard, I must prefer the other songs on the the Mm -hmm. project. Mm -hmm. But through the years, the song has grown on me. um, And hearing it live and stuff has helped as well. Yes. Um, Yes. Yeah, I think think what hurts it for me is while I like the melody and he sounds amazing, I'll get more into the vocals, but Mm -hmm. I wish the production was rockier. I think I said this for other songs before. If you're going to go the rock route, go for it. it. I want real drums. I want guitars. I like how hard the keyboard hits are. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, but I want it all more intense to match it. Because vocally, he's very intense. Mm -hmm. Um, And melodically, he's quite intense as well. But like he he motes so well, you can hear, you can feel the yearning in it. Um, And... And yeah, I think of the mix that he uses, especially yeah. when he goes in, like with the ver- during the verses. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. Like, I'm gonna try to duplicate it. His voice <laughs> is just, oh yeah, I miss it. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, you're right. Mm-hmm. There's not really a vocalist like that in any group currently. It doesn't mean that the guys, the fortune, can't sing. It's just they can't sing like that. Yeah, that, that's a huge difference. Even in SM, there's no one that sounds like him. Yeah, really? it's, just, it's the emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he is so emotive. Like every single word has intention to yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, yeah. who are you saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know what? Uh, Zion T was uh, actually kind of like production-wise in this song, if I'm not mistaken. So like I hear, 
him and like the chorus a little bit, like even in the harmonies, I'm like, oh yeah, he would stack it like that because I bought his first album and I can hear certain like notes of this and mm. I can hear R&B, like maybe like that weird amalgamation of like classical and, and hip hop that was hot in the early 2000s, like that dun, 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 for no reason, but it was just hot. Yeah. Think Step Up movies if you have no clue what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I mean, the strings and the harmonies are like kind of R&B and hip hop with that boom bap kind of sound. And the rock does come in, I guess, with the band kind of in the rock. You're right. If there was more guitars, I would have been like, yeah. Mm. So it has more of a gothic, maybe like hip hop evanescence kind of feel to me. I don't know. No, that's way off. But it's an amalgamation of yeah. a lot of the hands that were in this. Um, but yeah, it's like a weird little genre bending thing. Uh, I think the strings definitely create drama. I was like, ooh, suspense and such. It feels like a soap, soap opera. You know, and it added a lot of tension for me. Uh, and the rapper feature in the song, before all of his <laughs> business uh, happened, uh, Loon, he's a loon, but uh, <laughs> he actually added to the song, which is interesting because, you know, he's like an actual rapper. He was really popular at the time before all the craziness happened. Um, he was really popular. So for Jung Young to have him on the album and recognize someone else's talent and bring him on and kind of do those like really nice ads where he's hitting falsettos, he's doing these really nice, very Western-ish ad-libs mm-hmm. i liked it i definitely liked it he has a lot of vocal texture in his voice for sure you know like the falsettos the chest the mix and the again the ad-libs do the rap mm-hmm. mama liked yes wait give me the tea though what i do don't you? know anything about iron oh. what did he do <laughs> this just in if you have no clue who iron is he was a rapper that was found on show me the money and he was like whoa he's so cool everyone their mama had him on their songs don't you know this man was crazy so <laughs> he was quite abusive. Sorry for YouTube, they might strike that. But he was kind of very physical. And during, you know, fun time with his girlfriend would hit her and fracture her face and oh. pull the baseball bat on his roommate. And eventually he did, like, got brought to trial, cops were called, things like that. But eventually he did actually, you know, he he self-deleted. I see. Yeah, so he's... He wasn't, he wasn't well, rest his soul. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on. <laughs> to player three. We have Key with Forever Yours featuring Soyo. Soyo? So you. So you. So you. So you. So player three. <laughs> and this is the lead single from The Face Project, released in November 2018. And it was produced by London Noise, Daycom Diego Holland. And as we mentioned, feature Soyu, who is a member of Sistar. Yeah. Um, and I will note, yes, there was another single released from this album called One of Those Nights, but but Forever Yours was first. So we're counting that as kind of a debut. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember Key mentioning in some interviews, I forget if it was during the time or if it was actually later, that he played it quite safe with the first solo project. I think partly just, you know, he was like, I'm going to play it safe with my first right. time. But also, I'm sure SM also... <laughs> Had a hand in that, like you can't do anything too crazy like for your that. debut. Um, so it's interesting going back because even in these past couple of years, mm. he's developed quite a lot as a solo artist. Like he has a sound now. Mm-hmm. He's willing to take risks visually and sonically and everything. Um, so I will say this song feels very safe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a bad song. It's just a little faceless, a little generic kind of dance pop song. Yeah. Um, Could have been a shiny B-side, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do love So You, though. So having her kind of husky, breathy voice, it's very iconic, her yeah, voice. Um, so it, it does add some needed dynamic. And again, I'm sure it was also a directive from SM that's like, you need a feature in order to get any interest in your solo career. Um, I can yeah. see that. Because So yeah. You was hot at the time. She yeah, had some, she was. if I'm so, not mistaken. some. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. she, I think around that time she had that. I got to double check. Yeah. So uh, hopefully they're friends and it wasn't fully just forced and you got to choose her. Right. <laughs> but anyway, the song. Um, I think uh, London Noise is a great producer. It always feels super, super full. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of different sounds that come in throughout, and it keeps a roller coaster going through the song really dynamic. So I yes. appreciate that. I like how heavy the drums and bass are. Um, the little synth melody is mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the melodies are nice. You know, nice is probably the word I would yeah, use for this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think he sounds fine. Um, again, nice. Because... He's bad. actually a good singer. Yeah. He's- um, and he can emote really well. He has a great tone, has a lot of power and different textures. And mm-hmm. he, can't, he doesn't really show that in the song. He shows it in the rest of the project. 
Yeah, but this that's song a, he kind of just uses the one. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you know, London noise. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, it was feeling a little like, hey, uh, Jack, where's that? Uh, at demo for 2017. It's just giving that. It, you know, like it wasn't. It wasn't like, oh shoot, we're digging this bespoke tiki. Uh, was this around like the odd era? Would we say? No, a little bit at like way after, right? Way after, way after. Okay, yeah. I mean, I guess London Noise at that time had established a relationship with with, with SM, SM, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But this is not like something that they like. They've done better. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's why <laughs> it feels a little bit like. Mm-hmm, where's that song from? Y'all know how I feel about Chop House or anything that kind of sounds like doom, 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 doom. anything that sounds like that, yeah. like a little bit like Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid. I'm already kind of like, um, this wasn't bad, but like you said, I just feel like I wanted to go shopping at Forever Twenty One. Um. Yeah, not even trying to be like funny at this point. It just sounded very just like background, mm-hmm. you know. Um, even that other single he had that you mentioned, I just felt it was more him, you yes. know. So it's just, eh. and I did in the beginning there was like this do 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 sound. It reminded me of Shanice's like do 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 do. I thought that was Mario. Did it did it do do he could do do you know what? Now I'm just saying. <laughs> we both heard something, but we liked it. It was like, oh, I just heard Mario from you. I haven't heard it in song. Just just now, you did that little melody. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, I heard that. I was like, okay, that's what caught my attention at the beginning of the song. Mm-hmm. But it was like a do do No, no, not yeah. doing it again. But yeah, so you has a nice voice. I she agree does. with you. Um, I think people slept on her because she's not Hyodin, but Hong Kong be holding it down. I think some brought her more to the forefront, but True. I don't know what she's been doing. Yeah, it's a mystery. Yes, <laughs> um, but Sistar has reunited. If you'd like us to do a pop 101 about Sistar, let us know, because I would love to. Yes, P-E-S-T, Sistar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so let's move on to Player 4. We have Onu with Blue. Player 4. Which was released prior to his military enlistment in December 2018. Mm-hmm. And it was done by SM veteran Kenzie. And also production duo Rocco Berry. Hmm. Um, so this is the only ballad yeah. on the list. Yeah. Um, he's since released kind of more upbeat stuff. I think that whole project was yeah. all ballads. As it was. Well. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like he was kind of going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what did you think of Blue? I'm not going to lie to you. Before we started this, I thought, oh, yeah, all new song. Aside from Dice, I had not heard Blue. Um, but I had a feeling with the title that it wasn't going to be happy. It'd be melancholic in nature. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh man, against all the other guys, how is he going to, you know, man, yep. this song, do what I have to do. Okay. Um, the strings and the keys are simple and really understated. And mm-hmm. I think that's what made it special. So it sounds like a ballad. Yeah. But also it feels a little bit not generic. Like it, so you know, you can hear like the OST ballad. You're like, yep, that's for a soundtrack. This doesn't feel like that. And that's why I think I liked it. Um, it builds so nicely. And there is slight reverb on his voice, which gives it uh, depth, but also makes it almost kind of feel like he's isolated, mm-hmm. just surrounded by whatever music's in his mind or was on the track or whatever. But it just feels even more isolating because it's so, the vocals aren't dry, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I'm not sure if that's the right technical term, don't clock me. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of strength even in that first note. He comes in very strong and he huh, chills and lay back. And I'm like, oh my God, it'll hurt you. Um, but yeah, I think the chorus is probably where he's definitely shines. It's a, it's not high for him per se, but I can see how someone singing that over and over again, your voice would be shot. Um, that breath control. (laughs) No vibrato really. That's he wanted it there. Like that's really impressive. Uh, and the melody of the song is interesting to me. And I honestly, after watching and listening, like for the first time, I was super captivated. So I think it it was definitely effective in what it was trying to do for sure. Mm -hmm. What about you? Because yeah, C4, yes, I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a beautiful song. You know, mm. I yeah, I read another review where they mentioned it's kind of musical theater, mm. which I actually don't fully agree with either. Interesting. I see that more. It's definitely not an OST, no. but I think it. There's something more. I don't know, more personal about it mm. in the drama. Like it's not drama to be drama, which I think yeah. a lot of musical theater ballads are. Yeah. Um, I think the build was quite like authentic yeah. and genuine to. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I get what they were trying to say, but I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, because it is a dramatic song. It but is. It's not theatrical, I don't think. Nah. But um, That's a yeah, okay. um, I think the song is so beautiful. It's so haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. It definitely, I think, I didn't know what he was saying about, but all of, like, you could definitely feel there's some inner turmoil going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And yeah, I think his voice is just, oh, he's up there too as, yeah. a, as a K-pop vocalist. And he slept on too. Where are, yeah, where are yeah. the vocalists these days? I guess mm-hmm. I don't know if it's NCT, but like even they don't even utilize like a tail or like. I mean, they could. I would. I think they would if they could. <laughs> Justice for Taeyeol and Do Young. Everyone. Oh my God! Yes. Um. Because <laughs> I love. I bet Do Young good. Do oh Young my. Is, huh? He is oh. a voice. Anyway, we're not talking about NCT. Sorry, but <laughs> um, Onu's voice though it's so thick and it really just fills the space. Like the way it resonates, mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful. I'm jealous. Um. Like, can you imagine hearing this like sung live yeah. in a venue? Like, oh man, like his voice is just so beautiful, and, uh, and he also just emotes so well, which yeah. is why him and Jung Hyun, whenever they sang together, it was always just mm-hmm. so perfect because they emote very differently, but then yeah. it fits so well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think I, I appreciate the production in it. The strings are so pretty mm-hmm. um, and again, very haunting. And the way it builds throughout the song as well, there's so much tension in it and it like really swells and, and yeah. kind of collapses and mm-hmm. swell. And like, you know, he mentions the ocean in the lyrics and mm-hmm. you can kind of feel that, yeah. you know, oh. <laughs> uh, as you body wave. Yeah, like thinking about something. Thinking about <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I think, you know, he mentions, I mean, thing, it's called blue. So mm-hmm. if you think of the ocean, you think of the sky and like clouds and mm-hmm. like y- you feel that in the song. It has mm-hmm. that kind of in and out of like waves. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. And yeah, this song, I, I listen to it not as often as I should. <laughs> yeah. I should have known it existed. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Sincerely. <laughs> the last player is Minho with Chase. Yeah. Player 5. Minho was the final group member to debut as a solo artist and release Chase in December 2022. Uh, and it was written by Kimberly Cadence Krishuk, known for her work on songs such as Thank You Next and Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, Waka, and uh, Emle in Gemini. <laughs> yes. That's an interesting name for a for, for producer. <laughs> yes. All right. So Minho, finally, he's released a solo project. Yes, yeah. he did release Heartbreak. We know, but we're not counting that as his debut title track because that was just like an SM Station situation. Um, so this we count as the true debut. True. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be honest. I never thought Minho would actually do a proper solo artist moment because I didn't think music was his number one passion. Mm-hmm. Like he... He's an actor, which I actually need to watch. He just has a new Netflix show that I need to watch. Oh, really? Um, so yeah. Fine. Um, <laughs> and he does, you know, he's like hosting and like variety shows. And right. like, I don't know. That's what I thought his bag was. Like a singer. Yes, bag. That is the- yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he's, let me be real. He holds it down and shiny. Yes, you know? he does. And he's improved a lot. But I just never thought of him as a solo act. No. Um, but I liked Heartbreak. And so him kind of sticking to this kind of like lo-fi, like melancholic R&B <laughs> thing. Makes sense. You know, his vocal tone and range are a little limited. Um, not the most dynamic in terms of texture or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, keeping it this kind of like laid back thing makes sense. Right. Um, right. But the song doesn't really do it for me. No, it does yeah. not. Actually, um, um, unfortunately, um, I think first off, the auto tune used throughout really annoys me. You know what? I think that's because he doesn't have melisma in his ways, like the runs and stuff that would fill up those gaps. <sighs> okay. Okay. That's just my, that's my, okay. Yeah. I don't know. But like, <laughs> I, luckily it's not present throughout the whole song, but like it's there it's through fair. a lot of it. And the, I love the bridge, mm. um, but the auto tune is back. Yeah. When he goes into like the falsetto and yeah. like there's a slight mix and there's some dynamic there, but then it gets ruined and turned emotionless by the auto tune, which I'm unhappy about. Right. Um, and then his belt in the chorus is like a little forced as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's not the best. Um, but melodically, I think the song is okay. I think the pre-choruses are probably my favorite part. I uh-huh. think it's just the most interesting melodically. Uh-huh. The running, 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 running. Oh, I mean, that yeah. hook is okay. Running. It's okay. So... I forgot That's all it. I have to say. No, see, <laughs> see, you. he's giving y'all a lot more than I'm about to give you because I just couldn't... I couldn't remember it until you sang it just now. Damn. Oh, listen, I love that man. I love that man. When I pulled him from my first, like, shiny purchase recently, so I was supported by their albums before. Like, I pulled him. I was so happy. Oh, as a photo card? Yeah. For the Atlantis album. Go cop that. I got Onu. Oh, yeah. I would have been happy with any of them, honestly. True. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you attract someone, you can get their photos. Like, I don't have to pay for this. You know, I did technically pay for it, but I didn't have to, like, trade for it. Yep. If you trade photo cards, you know what it's like. Okay. Um, but, yeah. 
I agree with you. I wasn't thinking uh-huh. solo guy. I wasn't thinking like this. Heartbreak, heartbreak right? Not heartbreaker. Yeah. yeah, heartbreak I liked a little bit more from it. It was like that neo-noir, like pseudo weekend kind of sound. Yeah. But he gives me suit and tie because he's so handsome. He doesn't give me swaggy R&B, like, like this R&B-based trap soul direction. I don't know if I was expecting it or if it like he just wanted to try. I don't know. You know, especially with a lot of producers, they kind of just shop out music and if it's just sitting there, you'll pick it. But I'm not sure if it's something that he was like, oh, we want to make a whole album with this. Mm. Um, again, he doesn't come across as swaggy. And I think maybe because he lacks a vocal technique that is usually expected from like his Western contemporaries in this genre. I just feel like if he would have had a little bit more like that, like soul, if you will, or melisma, it would have been maybe a little bit better than the vocal filter that they used. Mm-hmm. You know, like the little quiet moments and but production wise I did like how bassy it was but seeing who worked on it like with the seven rings and thank you next I can hear that now and I'm like oh yeah yeah I like it Uh, I'm not mad at it at all Yeah. Uh, but yeah again I just feel like Heartbreak was better for his aesthetic Mm. and even the way he moves is better Um, but yeah there are harmonies on the song I heard but it's either done with another vocalist like a female one because it kind of sounded a little high Hmm. or some plugins but they just don't feel like him it just didn't feel like fully fleshed out in terms of vocals for me Fair. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up the song section. So what wins for you? Oh, shoot. Okay. You know, I thought I was going to be like, oh, yeah, Taman's got it. (laughs) Right? But then I heard Blue. Mm -hmm. So for what it was, Blue did what it had to do. I respect it. It's such a good song. And I was like, this is a damn good song. But I think artistically speaking, sonically speaking, overall, Danger has it for me, for sure. Yeah. Yes, I have to give it to Danger too. (laughs) It's so tough. Like, yeah, I agree. These are all very different, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah. But I think as a song, the one I go back to the most, the one that I think is the most like interesting creatively, is Danger. Oh, Danger. Okay, I was like, crazy. Yeah. 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 Oh damn. I I I love crazy, but like I think Jung Hyun is better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I agree. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Round Two. So for the video portion, we're going right back to Taman and Danger music video. Uh, listen, this video when it came out, I was there front and center watching it. So I was, <laughs> I remember. Because <laughs> um, honestly, I can I can say like Taman, I never looked at as like oh my god, my favorite member. Yeah, he I it was between Jonghyun and Ki constantly, mm. constantly. Because I was like one's vocally, but I like one super cute. But Taman. He could just dance well. When this song came out, and I saw this video, everybody helped as well. But when I saw this, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so you can definitely see MJ for sure. <laughs> I mean, you can totally see it, though. Like, that's why I feel like, oh, like you just yeah. found, oh, yeah. you know, found gold here. Um, but yeah, you can see MJ for sure. But I think what makes it more interpretive as opposed to derivative is like the androgynous approach, the like the rock star kind of imagery. Like, Mike was a little bit more like he's, I'm Fosse inspired. I'm West, like, you know, Jerome Robbins. There's some moments here. There's jazz. Him, he was like hip hop, learning people who learn, who love Michael, mm-hmm. uh, who, who appreciated maybe like a little bit of that visual K Japanese aesthetic, the eyeshadow, the hair, yeah. the lipstick, the lipstick, the concealed lips. Like that was very visual K. And he put that in there. So he kind of combines them. And like the video, it just keeps going. Like he moves, or he does like this one hot thing before the dud bump bump with the first one. And it, the the next scene was him dancing. Like it's just really nice. It's very kinetic. It's it's just keeps going. It feels almost dangerous. Like if you stop at any point in time, the the, the bus is gonna blow up. Like mm. speed. Um, I think what's interesting is how he's portrayed in the video as well, because he's standing in the garage, staring the camera down, staring at some other opponents is not there. Again, not conveying romantic interest at all. And even with the choreography, he looks like he's shadow boxing at some point. Like he's going like this, he's going like this. Like he's doing, he's like, it's just very 
badass, for lack of a better word. Mm. And it's powerful and it feels very like fearless, you know, especially after the um the the bridge. There's like this sepia kind of colored scene where he has like a man bun going on. He's like sitting there dancing toward the camera. It looks like he's beating the camera down like Fight Club yeah, or something. Yeah. So I think that's what sets it apart and made it like, oh, snap. The guy with the tight skinny jeans is wow, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think it's fun because he was the young one, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was the cute young one. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when after they debuted in Japan, even mm-hmm. more so, right? He would right. push to the middle in the front and he was like the cute one that all the Japanese people loved, I guess. Right, right. Um, so for have him come out and do something super dark like this is awesome. And I think he probably wanted to like go against the grain. Like, yeah, I wanted to yeah. rebel against that image of him as yeah. well. He had like pretty boy on it too. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> like he was he was rebelling in this moment, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but this video showcases him so perfectly. Mm-hmm. We get all these awesome sides of him. We get him yeah. both blonde and with black hair. Yes. And um, I also was reading something else that mentioned that he seemed to be playing with gender norms here and mm-hmm. kind of just like that type of thing with the fashion he was using with the with the makeup he was using. Yeah. Um, and he does that throughout his whole solo career. So it's kind of awesome. He's been doing that kind of since the very beginning. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it just all feels so effortless. Like he is just such a natural performer. Like there's never a scene close up dance wise, anything in there where he's straining right. in any way. Right. It's all just natural. Um, so for the, it just really shows how great he is yeah uh, this is a solo debut yeah. it's pretty crazy um that's crazy and yeah i liked that he didn't do too much either mm-hmm. like all the scenes had moments to breathe it wasn't because you know some of the k-pop videos now it's like you see one scene for like 10 seconds and then you never see it again it's like oh my god but that costume <laughs> was cool or like right. oh, it's like there was none of that like it was kind of like you get like kind of the five or six different things and then it, that was it yeah um and each one kind of had a really distinct look to it right came um, back around yeah slow yeah, motion. yeah yeah um and then we'll talk about the dance stuff later but like the i mean obviously this is a very dance heavy video you feel the mj influence for sure yeah um so yeah Great video. Yeah, I can go on, but Mm -hmm. I won't. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so let's move on to player two again with Jung Hyun with Crazy Guilty Pleasure. Um, So what do you think of this video? Uh, Jung Hyun, you know, he's one of those, you look at him or listen to him or whatever and not think that his brain works the way it did. Mm. You know, it is a very dark video. But, like, I think that was acceptable at the time, if I'm not mistaken. Like, that was whole dark kind of thing. The eyeliner was already, like, happening back then. Mm-hmm. But, like, him underlining and then, like, oh, and then, like, the eyeshadow. It looked almost, like, sleep-deprived, mm. like, obsessive craziness. Yes. And I don't like to use that C word, but, like, it's just, like, I want this person so badly and it looks like that. Yeah. So, again, I would have not thought that way with, this song like the song sounds desperate in a certain way but it feels angsty and he had it everything everything's in black and white with maybe like a red being shown like i think my favorite scene is like the spotted gobo where it's like on his face like this oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah cuz it makes him look mysterious and moody but also really dangerous which is interesting because he's talking about how dangerous the woman is to him yeah so it's like you know who's the prey and who's the predator mm-hmm. um and uh, i think the overlay in the background with the woman's face with the Penrose staircase is just continuously going, just creates that that feeling of like never being able to escape someone, like the obsessive nature. Mm-hmm. It just very, very interesting to have behind him. Um, the band scenes were cool, but I think, again, it's really interesting to see all of that. I mean, SM at the time was just killing it in some mm-hmm. of the music videos, even though they always had people in a freaking box. But you could make a story out of it for sure. Um, I think seeing the physical woman like manifested was also really creepy because like she was you can never really see her face and when you did it was like this weird blue avatar thing and it was like what the hell yeah but aside from that I think the video was cool um him being strung up was interesting I mean the with the spider oh yeah yeah what was that yeah the spider was a little <laughs> odd um yeah well you mentioned the box but I think in this case it makes sense it's supposed to feel mm-hmm. claustrophobic it's yeah. supposed to feel tormented right so. Um, it really made sense in that. And you can, he's a very good actor in that way. He has a very emotive, expressive face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so he embodied that very well, where you could tell he was almost in pain, mm-hmm. um, that he was in these uncomfortable situations. He yeah. was tied up. He was 
had a gas mask on. Oh, like, yeah. like all oh. like he's in these situations that are not the most comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I appreciated all that imagery. I thought it was effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I liked the black and white and all the colors and stuff as well. Um, yeah, I don't need the band section. Really, I don't think that was necessary. I think him alone with the mic stand would have been would have been awesome. What a spotlight. But yeah, I think it matched the song, which is what you what's what you want out of a music video. Was it anything crazy? No, no, it was not. Yeah. Um, but it was intense and it was moody and it matched the song, so I appreciate it for what it was. Um, and he looked beautiful. He, oh man, handsome man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's move on. What's next? Oh, next is a key with forever yours featuring so you, not Mm -hmm. so me. Yeah, but unfortunately, So You is not in the video. Yeah. So that beginning, I remember when I first turned it on, because I haven't seen it in a few years now. I was like, oh, did I click the wrong? I was like, oh, is it a visualizer? Did right. I click the wrong thing? Like a and teaser. I was, right, yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right. But no, she's just not in it. So nothing really happens in the beginning. But yeah, so this video's fun. Um, the CGI is terrible in parts of it. It gets better throughout the video, but that initial part where the car like leaves oh. the garage, it was like, oh, um, yeah. not much, not yet. Um, it wasn't great. But I enjoyed like the scenes of him like driving through space and yeah. dancing through space. Yeah. And I thought the final part with like the different platforms and things was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, different costumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this one did need a dance moment, though, I think. You know, we didn't say Jung Hyun didn't have a dance moment, but it didn't call to that. Um, but this one, it did need that because it, it got a little old, him just kind of in the car. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, literally in my notes. I was like, I wish there was dancing because he's so damn good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do like the fashion, though, in the video. Yes. You I know? mean, he never fails in that department. But that yeah. was it. She was, you know, also Cheetos. All I see is Cheetos. Cheetos in his I just see Cheeto hair. You know, like Cheetos. I mean, like, what an era, okay? <laughs> Flying into space with that lemon. Mm. He was like, vroom, vroom, I think. So. <laughs> what the outer space? I was like, what? I guess it was like kind of like a back to the future kind of thing. Like, you know, fix the car in the garage, go into outer space. Yeah, and, just, you, and you mentioned lyrically as well. Like, yeah. Like, about the universe. He does, yeah. yes. Um, He does talk about, like, the lyric says, our engines are different from others, and they'll find it. He said he would find the girl at any other universe if he were to collapse and die or whatever. But yeah, I guess that would explain the uh, vroom vroom with the lemon into the space. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> boy, oh boy, again, hot Cheetos. And um, I think overall, again, like you said, it was safe. Even the video was super safe. Like he yeah. just looks stylish. Like he was just not too much personality in it. No. And uh. it's so crazy because he has. All of the personality. Yes. You know? Yeah. So again, it's just interesting to see like in a group how much like creative fashion control they would give him. How much like Im- control of the image and sense of like, hey guys, maybe we should try this or this will look really cute. We our hair like this. Yeah. But like as an artist, SM didn't let him. Mm-hmm. It's interesting for sure. Yes. For I'm sure. glad, you know, since then he's been able to have a lot more creative control. Um, cause yeah, this last album was amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So let's move on to Onu with Blue, um, to match this very haunting song. We have a very interesting video. Yeah. Um, we, so the lyrics in this song talk about loneliness, um, and you can really feel that. And it's a very eerie Ooh. video. Got chills. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, again, it really matches the song at least, you know, uh, yeah. I appreciate that with all of these songs with all that we're talking about today, but you could really feel the loneliness throughout. Um, you know, he kind of passes through these different items. He sees different kind of entities of people. I don't really, yeah, yeah like groups of people yeah. that I'm sure have special meaning to him in some way. Um, and um, yeah, you could really, it really felt like we were in his mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a beautiful video. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, again, I did not know what this was until we saw it. Mm. And I thought, damn, this video's good. <laughs> Even, I mean, I guess in terms of the timeline with the green screen and the visual effects being a little bit more advanced, mm-hmm. or like, you know, advanced for all intents and purposes. Uh, it, the blues, the, the mutedness of everything, uh, the holes in the bodies. Yeah. That was, again, it's, it's weird. Um, I think it's interesting uh, the way they portray certain items. Like there was a little like diamond rock thing that some people theorize to be shiny. Yeah, it is the color. It's Chinese color. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, the dilapidated house, I feel like what he brought 
Chinese like little artifact back into the house. It kind of made him feel fulfilled again because it was mm. glowing and the video ended on that as well. Um, maybe he just felt broken. I mean, that was around the time he had faced some allegations and such. And, you know, a lot of other things were happening. And then he went into the army and it was just like, yeah, you know, so maybe that was just his kind of way of saying, like, I'm going to go back, retreat into myself, you know, remember where I started. The shiny is my, you know, my safe place. The shawls are my safe mm-hmm. place. Um, because even in that video, those people became like titans and like stared at him. And he was so afraid. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, well, so bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, what makes the video even more interesting was that that piano solo that we heard. Yes, there is an extended middle section after yeah. the bridge. And the bridge already is so intense with the build. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the video version, we get an extended piano break. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely beautiful. And now, yeah, I miss it. Mm-hmm. I miss it in the recorded version. Yes, Lauren. Yeah. Because it was very, like, as you say, it was, it was poignant. And I feel like it made the ending even more just, like, cathartic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, and it crescendoed really nicely. So, again, the video is is, is, is good. Yeah. It's good. I wasn't expecting it to be. And I hate to say that about him, but when you hear ballads, usually mm-hmm. someone just goes, sit at the piano, yeah, yeah, yeah. sit at the cafe. Exactly. You know, yeah. so. This one was intense for sure. And there's yeah. so much to analyze in it. And yeah. like like I said, it seemed very personal as well. So I feel like no one will ever really know right. what some of that stuff meant, but that kind of makes it even better in yeah. some ways. Um, so yeah, really, really beautiful for sure. Um, all right, what's our last one? The last one is Minho with Chassi. So Minho does actually have a bachelor's degree in film, which I I only learned that kind of recently. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So anyway, he did direct this music video, which is awesome. That's really, really cool. It is. But it's funny that you say he actually I was like, wait, what? Who knew? Who knew? Plenty of time. Apparently got it in like 2015. I don't know. Shawls, help us out. Yeah, that's impressive. Let us know about his his education. Um, but yes, so first off, I have to say, mm. I love that the name of the bar is the last piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Very, very cute. Um, and he did also post a, video, a picture on Instagram of like the five of their albums stacked on top yeah. of each other. Like, I love that they support each other in their solo careers so much. Yes. Anyway, fanboying aside. <laughs> okay, this video, I like it more after a few times watching it, I, the right. first time I watched it, I was a little confused. And also I misinterpreted the ending and thought it was a little more morbid than it is. And so I didn't love it. But after watching it a few times, right. uh, I now understand the story and how, and I appreciate how cinematic it all is. And now I kind of get what he was going for. Mm-hmm. Like he's both being chased by the ghost of this woman, but also he's wanting to chase the memory, right? While he's yes. like hunting for her yes. through the bar and everything yes. and seeing her everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that kind of juxtaposition. I love that then everything is just kind of out of sequence. So you're kind of feeling that confusion that he's mm-hmm. feeling. Disoriented and yes. such. Yeah. So I love that now. But that took me a couple watches to understand mm-hmm. that. But yeah, it did make me appreciate the song a little more. Yeah. For sure. Because um, yeah. it just adds to the drama of it. Totally. Because um, I think just listening to it, you don't feel that as much just from the way it's produced and, mm-hmm. and the way it's sung. So yeah, the video definitely helps in that case. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what did you think? I agree with you. I feel like all the symbolism is interesting for sure. Like the in- inescapable memories and such. Um. Yeah, I was confused because he was getting his boat whooped. And I'm like, why? Yeah, I didn't understand why he was. Also, there's a glorification in K-pop of like injured faces too. Because he performed, we'll talk about the performances later. But like he also, like like, the whole like, like, there's perfectly placed blood and And scratches and stuff. Like, I don't like that. And I blame The weekend. (laughs) <laughs> when, no, seriously, when he introduced that character that got into an arc accident after the hills and then like, you know, like this recent album with the red suit. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah, at yeah. the Super Bowl, his whole face yeah. was wrapped up. It was a continuation of a story that we we weren't keen on. <laughs> well, actually, to be fair, though, at least his concept was like fully, fully fleshed out. Right. Like, right. Some, like sometimes with the K-pop stuff, not in Minho's case, because at least it connected back to the video. But sometimes they're just injured, like, you know, injured in quotes. Yeah. For no reason. They're just, like, performing with scratches on their face. Like, Blackpink had that. Was that Kill This Love? Or some one of the songs were like, um, yeah, Kill This Love. They had scratches on their face. Everyone's like, they're women. <laughs> and they're, like, basically naked and they have bruises on their face. No. No. So, yeah. Um, I will say this video, hang on, had nothing to do with the teaser. Remember the teaser? <laughs> okay, the teaser was awesome. It was. Yeah. It was great. The whole, like, you know, spy thing. Yeah, born identity, yeah, you yeah. know. Like, that was cool. You know, the Minho identity thing going on. It was cool. 
But then you get to this song and it was just nothing to do with anything. Because I guess Chase... I've learned, I've learned not to really think anything of the SM teasers. They're usually like... Absurd? Yeah. Oh, it's not absurd. It's obscure. Excuse me. Wrong yeah. word. Sorry, but sometimes they're absurd. I concur. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I do enjoy. And so going back to what you were saying about the ending, um, just get, get us back on track. He did actually pull out a weapon that made both of us actually uncomfortable upon yeah. first viewing. Um, but upon several other viewings, <laughs> we came to the conclusion that he wanted to free himself from the memory of this woman's image. And she would always appear in the mirror. So therefore, he shot the mirror and was freed from her corpse. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. So that's done with the videos. Okay. So I have to still give it to Taman. Oh, I do. I do. Because I will watch that video over and over again and not be bored of it. We definitely did, though. Because I yeah. know uh, in general, like yeah. throughout these last, all, yeah. you know, like, what, eight years. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, like and, yeah. and we got to see him perform it when he came for um, SM. Super M. Super M. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say this first. Blue. He's coming up in the rear. Yeah. But again, yeah, I think Taman is the one because of just Taman's video for what he was trying to do, for the understandability of it. Even the parts I didn't understand, it was able to pick it up. He just wanted to be a badass. Like, I get that. Uh, Blue, close second for sure. Close freaking mm -hmm. second. Yeah. That's so, fair. Yeah. yeah, was, yeah if yeah. Taman wasn't there, Blue was... It's tough. Taman really set the bar very high. Shoot. Yeah. yeah. He was the first one to do right? Um, and unfortunately, he set the bar high for choreography, too. <laughs> Sorry for that little unspoiler a little bit. But anyway, let's talk about the choreography um, and the performances and stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Final round. Taemin is known as one of the best dancers in all of K-pop and still is. He is. Even though he's, you know, second gen and we're now in all basically fifth gen. We're entering mm -hmm. fifth gen. The choreography is so good in danger. Um, major props to the choreographers. Ian, Ian. Eastwood. I love that man. Ian I was, Eastwood. I was 10. I'm not, not so young. Here. <laughs> okay, you're not that young. My bad. Okay, <laughs> but um, I love Ian Eastwood as well. He was also coming up like during the prime of my kind of dance career as well. And like yeah. the reason I actually got into K-pop was because all the choreographers are choreograph choreographing for it. So yes. that's why I started looking into it. Um, oh man, this is so so good. It's so first off, it's very MJ. Uh -huh. um, inspired uh -huh. uh, so it fits tame in perfectly yeah um you especially get it with the you know the shoulders and it's just it's so intricate mm -hmm. i never learned this one but i did learn drip drop oh that's which hard. is also ian eastwood god it's um, hard oh my gosh it looks so hard there's so many little subtle movement and like really fast sharp moments but then also you need to be like it's weird. It's like your hand needs to be loose, but your elbow needs to be sharp. And then yeah. it's like your hip needs to do a slow roll, but your like arm is like super oh sharp. God. It was crazy. And this choreo is like that too. It's a really cool balance of the power plus softness and delicateness. Yeah. And it's a, it balances that the whole time. Yeah. Um, and the hands really stand out to me too, like watching mm -hmm. him perform it because he's very, Taman especially, he's very deliberate with his hand. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes he's putting energy throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's loose. Sometimes one finger is out. Like it's so specific yeah. and planned, <laughs> but he makes it look easy. So he's just such a good performer. You're right. It's just insane. Um, right. And also huh. that whole last chorus is freestyle. Oh. It's for him to sing. Sing, yeah. I love that. Yes, we do. <laughs> That's yes, different. Do. That's the only time. Uh, that's the oh shoot. <laughs> Shade shots fired. Yes, shots fired. <laughs> but you're right. Honestly, when you're speaking like effortlessly and such. Uh, you guys get a chance rewatch the video, or if you remember, just watch it. This face the whole time. On above, on above. So chill. The, the only time I ever see him like, oh god, I need to get myself together is when he has to hit the notes because he's like, I have to hit these notes. Like I, you know, it's my show time. And he's just dancing, whatever. Yeah. But everything else, his face is just. He can be having a picnic. For all intents and purposes, I'm just sitting here hitting his weird ass finger tutting. 
<laughs> it's, it's impressive. Um, and I think it's, it's a testament to how well-trained he is. Because again, like a lot of the people that they've worked with are definitely MJ inspired. Like SM was like, hey, look at five little Michael Jackson minis. Rina Nakasone is very oh, yeah. much like, I love MJ. He, she would be him during their like skeleton crew dancing. Mm. Uh, Tony Testa with Dream Girl and, um, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And everybody like, it's there. But I think Shiny has always embodied MJ with their own like unique color. You know, K-pop fans, y'all know what that color. is. color. That's the only <laughs> word. I, it's in the script too, y'all. That's the only word I could think of, you know? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, like you said, Ian Eastwood was popping at the time. I don't blame him for reaching out. Um, and I think that what I like even more about these lyrics is that they're not on the nose. Like way back when, I don't know if there were like English demos floating around for the choreographers to dance to. This is giving, I don't know, Korean, but I know how this sounds and I like the way it sounds. Mm -hmm. And I like the way it sounds. Let me choreograph to it because danger just, He's saying tonight he looks like he's loading a gun. It's not, you know, like, stay. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine. But he didn't go stay. He was just moving his body. Yeah. And nothing is choreography. It's all just, I heard this sound. I like this sound. Maybe there's a gun because there's a gun sound. But nothing about it was like, I know Korean. And I think that's what made it even more impressive to me because the choreography is good. I still want to learn it. I understand certain things like, Ian understood the assignment. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, even now, like nowadays, you can see like really not corny choreography, but you, you know, like there's a song, Limbo, 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 Limbo. And she's jumping and pretending to Limbo. <laughs> if y'all don't know that song by nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a fan. No. Uh, yeah. the, the song's okay. ish but the choreography's not it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Corneography. Yeah, it was great. I like that. We're going to move on to... The next one, which was Crazy by Jung Hyun. And mm -hmm. so there's actually no choreography to this one. Which one? Um, the mic stand dancing that he was doing? He was in there. Okay. Yeah. That was not a choreography. <laughs> and the little toe dip thing? He he does the pose at the end, but that's I wouldn't count that as choreography. But anyway, um, this is all about the vocals. Yes. Because it's Jung Hyun. Yes. Um, and, you know, this song, <laughs> he needed to emote, like I said, every single word. So he needed to concentrate on that. Mm -hmm. And he was also going for the band thing. Right, with their so, fake yeah. instruments. <laughs> yeah, so there, yeah, I always, it's always interesting, right? Like on the regular music shows. Yes. Like you can't hook up the instruments, obviously. So it's just. C yeah. and Blue, AOA, yeah, FT, Island. I just hated that. But yeah, the music's so fake. good. Yeah. Um, but there were, there were versions with the live band. Like, he did do it on some of the Shiny tours. Mm -hmm. um, he also um, did it on Sketchbook, Sketchbook, which we watched. Yeah. Um, so first off, can I just say, the live band version is what I want. The <laughs> guitars in there, the real drums. Yeah. Yeah, really brings it up to where I want it to be. Um, but for him as a performance, kills it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he has a great stage presence. His vocals are up there, obviously. Uh, mm -hmm. They're absolutely amazing. And he really puts his all into singing this song. Yeah. Um, so I thoroughly enjoyed watching him perform it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. I think he, um, again, going back to what I said earlier, there's no one who sings like him. Doesn't mean these kids can't sing. It's just no one can sing like him. At the end of the day, he's a vocalist who was taught to dance and did both well, but... I mean, also just kind of going back to like him singing, he said that he didn't want to make an album full of ballads because he actually said that he didn't really like doing them as much. So he was trying to avoid that with this oh. album. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like he didn't do it, but it was, he's like, I don't want that to be. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I can belt, but I don't, I'm not going to. Um, but yeah, again, he, he, he commands the stage for sure for someone who wasn't belting, was just hitting a bunch of falsettos and just, well, watch Sketchbook. Mm -hmm. He did a Juliet cover. Not even a cover, a Juliet rendition. Version, yeah. Whatever. He did it. He did that. Uh, and then he did the um, crazy, and it sounded so good. Mm -hmm. And again, like he'll throw his whole body into singing, and oh, the yeah. notes will still come out clean. But this was before like the over editing. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. and the extreme heavy backing track as well. Oh, yeah. Because there is some backing track, but it's not, it doesn't on top of the mic. Uh huh. Nah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Side note remember SM the ballad? They had like a couple songs kind of like hot, was it hot stuff? Not hot stuff. That's Donna Summer. No. <laughs> <laughs> People, you remember SM the Ballad. I know it's not on streaming services, but Shiny fans and like I think some Super Junior members were in it too. Why is that so familiar? From like 2011, 2012. Yeah. You guys know. Remind me. There's a song that starts with hot. 
I'm going to look at it back for this and make her listen to it. Yeah, okay. please. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to player three, which is key, forever yours. Oh, yeah. And so you did show up for the performances. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of the performances of this? Oh, say, so, oh, she showed up. Oh, I'm going to show you all how she showed up. I'm here. I'm here. And then the rest of the song was, and then the rest of the song was just key by himself. She came in and out. I don't appreciate that. She didn't learn a choreography. And there were some choreography moments where she was wearing heel and skirt. But the choreography was like involved. I'm just, I just, <laughs> you know what? It's, uh, I'm okay with that. You know what? She's busy too. Sistar was at their peak at this point, wasn't they? No, 2018, y'all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Me lying right there. Um, I was just, I was imagining like alone and stuff. And we I was like, oh, them. we're like, this is not that era at it's all. Okay. We love this them. is much later. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Mm. She had, well, she was busy and didn't have time to rehearse all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was probably like, I'm not doing that. Right. When she saw the choreography. Because the choreography is very full out. Yeah. Um, I will say he is a very underrated performer. I think it's hard, right, when you're with people like Taemin and Junghyun. Um, yeah. But he can hold his own, too. He's a great performer. He's very charismatic. Awesome dancer. Great vocalist. Um but this performance, like the song, doesn't really do him justice. He's very clean mm-hmm. with the execution of it. Um, like the arms and stuff are very clean. It's a lot of kind of basic grooves all put together very in a high energetic way. So he yeah. executes it very, very well. Yeah. He does mute it down when so you show us up to match her energy, which is what you do in a group, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's that group training right there. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, I thought it was it was fun to watch. But will I watch other performances? No. <laughs> no. Oh, and their dynamic was cute. Yeah. And, you know, with him and Soyu. So I do hope they are friends and it yeah. wasn't just a forced duet. Right. You know, I, I actually like in their interaction between like what would happen if me and Chris performed together on a stage. Like he'd be doing all the choreography really cleanly. And I just step off stage and pop back on. That's, that is very not true. It wouldn't be true. But if I had to choose a song to sing for us to kind of be like, hey, we're... Would we're... be this one? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just low impact on the knees, you know? I'm just... Oh, it's a lot of jumping, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't want to come out and do that either. I want to just stand with my back to you and just like they were doing, you know? <laughs> but again, I, I agree with you in a sense. Like the duet was cute, but like nothing to write home about. That brings us to our next contestant who doesn't have a performance per se as much as like an impromptu, like... Acapella moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Odu didn't promote this project because mm-hmm. he went, kind of went straight into the military kind of right after it came out or be- right before it came out. I forget what the timing exactly was, but yeah, he didn't, he didn't promote it on the regular music shows. Yeah. Um, and he apparently didn't perform it at his Japanese shows either because we only found this kind of acapella clip of him kind of not taking it fully seriously and kind of belting this chorus. Yeah. It still sounded good. It was, again, it takes a lot of breath control. So he, he was like laughing throughout it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, hopefully he performs it in full one day. I'm sure he could sound beautiful. Yeah, it. the older he gets, it's going to sound so good. Yeah. Dark chocolate rich. Um, but yeah, I guess that brings us to our last contestant, Minho mm-hmm. with Chase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. Mm. So this one was interesting. I think, okay, so we were, we were watching these together, right, when we were prepping for this episode, and we were both discussing, like, Minho is such a great group member. Mm-hmm. He holds it down in Shiny. He, he's an important part of Shiny, yeah. um, both visually and sonically and everything, like, performance-wise. He does bring something different from the other four. Yes. Um, but this performance kind of exposed... Um, some of his, um... Achilles heel, if you will. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some of the points of improvement. Um, areas Because, of- yeah, areas of improvement. Um, I think, as we know, he has a great body, oh, right? yes. Um, but mm. I think he's a bit stiff. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, he hasn't been stretching enough. <laughs> <laughs> because, um... Yeah, this choreo was very smooth. It um, had some smooth moments. And leg lifting and, 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 and really stuff. needed your core to be loose. Mm-hmm. And your back to be loose and your neck to be loose. Yeah. And all of it felt a little tight. Yeah. Um, so it was a little clunky. It's not a clunky. Um, <clears throat> and 
on top of that, so uh, yeah, a little awkward. But on top of that, and this goes along because it's a newer song, mm-hmm. and I've been saying a lot, yeah. a lot of K-pop song, a lot of K-pop choreo mm. is more difficult than it needs to be. And this was kind yes. of that case because this has like moments of like this like, jumping footwork and like, like, and it's like, whoa. Chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at least the run in, run in, run was just that like body roll thing. So I, I didn't mind that. Oh, you weren't a huge fan of that, right? Because he wasn't, okay, he was to hinge at the waist and you kind of do, like, like almost like a door. He wasn't bending. Oh, I know, but I mean, as, as terms of, like, a choice of, like, the hook. That was better. I mean, I would have yeah, yeah. had a little bit of, you know, some, I don't, I don't, What's I don't, that? Right, I, I'm gliding, I'm gliding, a glide, a running yeah. or, or a back of running, something that travels, not, mm, not just like a body roll that thing. he could not execute, yeah. Got to change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. thought it was interesting that um, he couldn't, execute this as well as I maybe thought he would have right. been able to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my favorite moments within the choreography were actually just the more dynamic ones um, with the dancers, mm-hmm. like during the bridge with him on the ground and the dancers just kind of creating pictures around him. But yeah, I'm not, I don't love this. Yeah, no. No, it's okay. I yeah, I feel like again his choreography in Heartbreak was better. Yeah, guy in a suit is better, but him coming around like you said the bounce that he bounced around, he didn't like bounce nicely when he came around and rotation. It's just like, a little tight. Yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah. Tight. I'm, not, I'm not gonna keep shading him, but yeah, I think I think Heartbreak was more of his speed because this is, requires a lot of swag, and he's not a swaggy person. He's more debonair. He's more like you know the guy who buys you a a Negroni in the in like whatever that meme is. But yeah, yeah he's more of like a very handsome kind of suit and tie dancer and not so much swaggy kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, I think he's not as smooth. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure what it is. Like, it's his, it's his hips. He doesn't move them. Yeah. I'll just it's, say it. It's, it's the, the hips. Core. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say it's the core. I say it's the hips. I think it's both. I think it gets connected. The whole trunk yeah. is just not moving. <laughs> yeah, the whole trunk. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. I think the, uh, the, 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 <laughs> dancers making the pictures yeah. without touching it like I touched Chris Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think they made really nice pictures that helped. Yes. And that you know, the moon was nice and mm-hmm. things, but yes, yeah, about it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> that being mm-hmm. said, you did the last one. Yes. So. Performance, live presentation. Yeah. Who this is really tough because we have like vocalists versus like dancers. You know, like it's, it's, it's not, not the it's not the most fair. Um, <laughs> here's the thing: I, I have to give it to Tame In, and I I'm sorry that I'm only choosing one person for the whole thing, but it's tough to match. Again, he set the bar so high. Like I could watch him perform Danger. Like every I could watch every single combat performance and totally be happy to watch them again. <laughs> Me too. He threw. You know, it's funny. The first time we ever did a pop off, we did like Kai yeah. got seven and hyphen, and Kai swept the board. <laughs> but, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, though, I could also listen to Jung Hyun sing that song. That's what over I'm saying. And over again as well. But in visually, like as a whole performance, it's really hard not to give it Taemin for me. Yeah, I mean Taemin's also yeah. sung it before too. The mic was on at Mnet Countdown. Okay. Oh and yeah. It was on on M-Net all those shows. It's huge. Yeah. Back in the day when people actually used to. Think about the mic being turned on, you know, making sure the mic pack was hot, you know. But uh, I mean, SM used to already be the ones that would mic uh, that would lip sync more yeah. than some of the others. Like they, I feel like the first week of comebacks, they would always lip sync, right? Yes. And then they would eventually sing live after that. But now yeah. it's just all lip sync. Yeah, if you were an EXO fan back in the day and they had to yeah. sing all those hard songs like Mama and yeah. stuff, they sounded terrible. But at least you know the mics were on. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather them sound terrible when the yeah. mics on. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think for me. I will give it to Tame I'll try to be nice to think about it, you know, but Tame In. Tame I'm a Tame What can I say? Yeah. He won me, he, artistically speaking, I think as a, as a whole, artistically speaking, him and Jung Hyun always kind of were like bumping heads for me because I was like, one is like lyrically, melodically amazing, but one artistically speaking, visually is like, wow. And then, you know, Jung Hyun yeah. has, he's last since left us, but now Key's up there with me mm. with, with, with Taman and now he's making songs that are like hitting and, and like songs like Idea or like other songs that are a little bit more abstract aren't hitting for people. Yeah. The key songs are, 
are. So it's interesting to see how far they've come. And honestly, I mean, if you guys want us to do like another part where we do like most like latest song or like a different song, we got to figure it out because yeah, I feel yeah. like everyone needs a, a different shake. Yeah, a, yeah. a fair shake, if you will. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, okay, but in terms of an overall winner, I think it's very obvious, right, for both of us yeah. that it's danger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of swept that one. But I will say, we are both huge Shiny fans. Yeah. Like, we will continue to support all, all five of them, of them with Heck whatever yeah. they released. Yes. Um, like, I love some of Minho's beat sides. I think some of them are yeah. much better than, than the title track, to be yeah. honest. Um, so, yeah. Those are what you just said. Yeah, I'm excited for what's next <laughs> from them, and also as a group because that's happening. Yeah, we need Tayman to get out, but he's he's coming. That poor baby. Um, all right, so we want to know what you all think. Does Tayman sweep it for you, or would you give it to one of the other members? Let us know who wins the pop off for you. You can let us know in the comments below or message us at CCTV Pop on all social media. You can also join us on Patreon. So please give us a like, subscribe to our channel and hit that notification bell. And for our listeners, please give us a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. Until next time, that's Shan. That's Chris. And we are CCTV. CCTV.